0: Is debt good or bad? And, and this is the thing that I wanna challenge everybody that's watching this. Really when Dave Ramsey and a lot of people say, don't use debt to buy a car or don't use debt to do certain things, what they're doing and what they're communicating, I don't necessarily disagree because what they're saying is, debt is enabling you to make that dumb decision. I know a lot of people that are driving a car that they really can't afford, that they shouldn't be driving, but they could afford the payment. So they're driving that car where is if they were paying cash, they would have got a cheaper car. So as a result, the cash is allowing them to purchase the more appropriate car where the debt is an enabler. But is that the debt problem or is that the consumeristic decision? Or if you overbuy a house, is that the the bank's problem or is that your problem? This is Better Wealth with Caleb Williams. All right, we're going to be talking about debt, good debt versus bad debt. We're going to talk about the framework of debt. And by the end of this video, you will have proper framework as it relates to how to view debt and whether you should take on debt or whether you should not take on debt. And hopefully you understand it. And before you go into the comments, again, I'm trying to sell you a debt product. I'm not, I'm literally making this because I've seen so much bad advice. I've seen so many emotional speakers. I've seen so many people that really are not putting a lot of thought. They're just saying like, they're saying things like don't use debt to buy a car because that's a liability, but debt to buy an asset like a house is a good thing. And, and while there's potential truth to that, I, I think the way the framework that we have on debt, I think will serve you well. Um, and it really, um, this video is really being made possible because I just interviewed one of my dear friends who's super smart, who just wrote a book that's I have a ton of respect for. And, and he made the statement, I believe all debt is bad debt. And it just, regardless of what he meant by that, I'm like, I've heard that way too many times. I need to at least get this video off my chest so that we can have a conversation about it. So overall, when we talk about debt, we first of all have to address the elephant in the room. A lot of people that are saying debt is bad are people that are saying cash is king. Um, Dave Ramsey is probably the most popular person as it relates to don't do debt because debt is bad. You're a slave to the debtor, but cash is king. Save up cash. What's interesting is since our country went off the gold standard, we we have to understand that what is cash cash is currency literally i have a dollar here a very crumpled up dollar and it says a federal reserve note it's interesting a federal reserve note is it possible that our cash is a form of debt this would be a a way longer video but at the end of the day When we understand the Federal Reserve and we understand how they operate and we understand inflation and printing of the money, what we mean by cash is essentially a more ignorant style of debt. Cash in our hands, we think this is cash, but this is actually a debt note. It's a, a Federal Reserve note. That's all. I guess that's part of the thing that I'm trying to communicate here. So when we say that debt is bad, cash is king, well, cash is a form of debt. It's a form of currency. So the first question that I would ask is, let's really understand like what we mean by that. The second thing is when people say, well, paying interest is bad. Well let's talk about the next scenario of, you know, we'll we'll talk about Barry the borrower and Sammy the saver. Okay. Barry the borrower is someone that we all don't want to be. They're the person that doesn't save up any money. They're the one that goes into debts. So they go into debt to buy their car. They go into debt to go to college. They go into debt to buy their house. They go into debt to do X, Y, or Z. They do that because they don't have any money and so they're paying interest. And so we would look at Barry the borrower and say, Well, they're paying interest, so obviously this is bad. And and Sammy the saver, which how I grew up, and how a lot of people in the financial service space teach, is like they're saving up money. And instead of taking a loan out for a car, they're paying cash for the car, they're paying cash for college, they're paying cash for their house, and they're not paying interest. But what's interesting is every time they're surrendering a dollar, and whether they're paying for a coffee or whether they're paying for a car or whether they're paying a tax, they don't just lose that dollar, but they lose what that dollar could have earned them their entire life. And that dollar will never work for them their entire life. So they're, they're not just losing that dollar, but they're losing what that dollar could have earned them the rest of their life. So it is true that borrowing money or bury the borrower is paying interest. But when we pay cash or every time we pay cash, we're not paying interest, but we're losing interest. So we're surrendering our ability to earn interest. So that really opens up another you know concept because a lot of times when we're thinking about debt, we're just looking at one scenario. We're just looking at the interest But we're not asking the question, what is the whole picture? It's like if I were to say, the world is flat. The world's not flat, but if we go outside, I could probably measure an area on my yard that is flat. Does that prove to you that the world's flat? Absolutely not. But it shows you that if you measure just in a day or in a year or in a certain period of time, you might be able to say that the world's flat depending on your math and logic. That's the same thing that goes with debt because every decision you make, whether you borrow or save, As a consequence and so we have to look at the really the opportunity cost the real 30 year 40 year 50 year cost of making a certain decision so with that just analogy of you know cash is actually currency and is actually a a debt to the federal reserve and understanding that you're either paying interest or you're losing interest we have to take a step back and saying okay is debt good or bad and and this is the thing that i want to challenge everybody that's watching this really when Dave Ramsey and a lot of people say, don't use debt to buy a car or don't use debt to do certain things, what they're doing and what they're communicating, I don't necessarily disagree because what they're saying is debt is enabling you to make that dumb decision. I know a lot of people that are driving a car that they really can't afford, that they shouldn't be driving, but they could afford the payment. So they're driving that car where is if they were paying cash, they would have got a cheaper car. So as a result, the cash is allowing them to purchase the more appropriate car where the debt is an enabler. But is that the debt problem or is that the consumeristic decision? Or if you overbuy a house, is that the, the bank's problem or is that your problem? So it really comes down to we need a different framework for how we can afford something. And that, that's going to be a whole other video. So if you want to hear, how to afford something, subscribe to this, this channel, because I'll be coming out with that soon. But essentially, the first question that we, that we need to ask, is whether I'm buying a, a phone, whether I'm buying a car, whether I'm buying a house, whether I'm deciding to relocate somewhere, is number one, can I afford that thing? Can I afford that thing? That's the first question. It, 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 we can't look at anything else other than, can I afford that thing? And if the answer is yes, and we might feel like if you don't have cash to pay for it, you can't afford it. I respect that. But I do believe that there's a framework, um, and it's a little bit more foggy. But one of the probably easiest frameworks is if you don't have cash for something, you probably shouldn't buy it. I can get behind that. But number one, can you afford that? Then the second question is, what is the most efficient way to purchase that? Efficiency is rooted in essentially removing friction and helping you accomplish what you want to accomplish. It's not, its definition is not paying less in interest. It's doing the best thing for you, not just now, but your goals for the future. Let's suppose for the moment that I want to buy a car and um, I'm not going to buy the $30,000 car. I'm going to buy the $10,000 car because when I look at my financial life, that's the car that I can afford. So that's the decision number one is I'm going to make that decision. That's the right car. It's the right price. I want to buy it. The second decision is, am I going to pay cash for it? Or I'm going to take out a loan for it, or I'm going to get or there might be another way to pay that car, but those are the two those are the two most common ways, and it's not the interest i I could say, well, i need I'm going to have to pay interest, so if I have the ten thousand, why wouldn't I pay that? It's over over 30, 40 years. what is going to be the consequence and so the most simplest form is asking the question, really the third question is. You know, the second question is what's the most efficient way for me to purchase that? And really to answer that question, what is the next 10, 15, 20 years gonna look like? So let me share an example. If I can get a 2% loan, that means I have a control cost of taking someone else's money and I can control that for 2%. So for example, if I was taking hundred, if I had hundred dollars or I could take a hundred dollar loan and it was two percent, it would cost me two dollars to control that hundred. And so, the question I would ask is, if I had the hundred dollars, could I earn a greater yield, or could that hundred dollars create more value for me than the two percent that I'm paying to control that? In other words, will I be more secure? Will I be more wealthy and will I have more options taking the debt versus not? So super extreme example. Um, you know, I love to invest. I love business. Um I, I let's suppose that I am confident that I can make, 8% a year. You look at just the history of the market, you just you even look at the history of the real estate market and and I know with the people that I know like I'm betting on myself that I can earn 8% a year. Like this is something that over a long period of time I believe that that's doable. And I can get 2% loan and and I have those terms. If I paid cash, I'm essentially losing out on money that I could earn versus the interest that I would pay. So it would be one of those things that would be an incredibly ignorant thing for me to do if I could get the loan. Now, there's other things you have to factor in, like cash flow and other things. But at, but at the end of the day, it's that simple. On the other hand, if I had a credit card that it's 22% interest, and I could get a 22% interest. And I'm like, well, I think I could get 8% or maybe I could get a 15% rate of return. But now we are well, might be more speculative. Then that debt is bad. Taking that debt would be negative. I would, I would be less wealthy. I'd be less secure because of that debt so it's really asking the question does debt increase my wealth give me more control more security or does it take it away does having debt allow me to live more intentionally which is our goal at better wealth does it allow me to have more options or does it take it away that is what we need to that's what we need to figure out first is good debt allows me to live more intentionally allows me to have more cash flow freedom it allows me to um have a greater net worth and it gives me options that by default helps me be more secure. Um bad debt does the exact opposite. Bad debt um, you know, makes me less secure, takes less more money away. It's like a money drain. It becomes my net worth will be less over time. And as a result, it is a true drain on my financial life. And we should try to knock that out. So really it, it comes down to debt is literally, it's just the an instrument, and cash is a form of debt. And so we have to know, is this instrument or tool beneficial or not? Last thing I'll get into is strategies on how to pay off debt. And there's two there's two strategies that are the most common the snowball method, and the what's called the avalanche method. And it's essentially the avalanche method is looking at the highest interest rates and knocking that out. Mathematically, that's the best way. The snowball method is a more emotional you know it builds momentum. And if it's like um, it, you're pretty much taking out the smallest balance and you're building momentum. And you know studies show that you know that could outperform the avalanche just by the momentum that you build up. And so what ends up happening is a lot of people, would they make this assumption that all debt is bad to so do the snowball method, and you can be debt free in six, seven, eight years, and it's amazing. But at the end of the day, what they could be doing by paying off good debt using the snowball method or the avalanche method is they could be really hurting themselves long term. Uh, because their debt is actually helping them be more efficient. And as a result, they're ignorant and they're using dollars that could be invested in helping them control more wealth. And they're essentially paying off debt, thinking they're doing the right thing by saving interest. But in the end, they're going to have less wealth and less control. And so the real question is, what is good debt? What is bad debt? The bad debt, let's figure out a system to pay that off it's not just we're not just going to take the shotgun approach we're going to really systematize and say okay should we do the avalanche method or the snowball method and from a coaching relationship this really comes down to what's best for you in summary when when we talk about debt we have to take a step back and say okay we when we have the debt conversation there's really three things that we need to talk about number one we need to talk about is debt good or or is it bad? We have to understand that there's no free lunches in this game and every decision we make has a long-term consequence. Also, the debt conversation really comes down to how we spend our money and the, the, the decisions we make personally. So we need to divorce ourselves from debt and our purchasing behavior. So we have to say, number one, everything that you purchase from your phone to your car to your house, is this a good decision? We need a framework for that. If the answer is yes, the next question needs to be, what is the most efficient way to purchase that? And the only way for us to make an efficient decision is to increase our timeline. Because if we just look at the efficient decision today, then obviously paying cash probably makes more sense. But if we look out over 10, 15, 20 years, really have to ask the question, what's going to put us more secure? What's going to create more wealth for us, more options? And in a lot of cases, Proper debt does all of that because it gives us options. It allows us to build up a nest egg and who knows what the future holds. And I would rather have cash than a paid off house, depending on what happens for the future. And so it's allowing us that. And then if you identify that you have bad debt, then we need to start highlighting and saying, what is the best way to knock this out? And I will be the first to say, if you have bad debt, having someone being able to help you get that knocked out will create momentum for you, um, but it will also um, just just help you on your future of building wealth um, so that you can properly use debt um, and build wealth for the future. So again, this was just kind of like a random video that I made, hopefully this makes sense. Please comment below if if you're tracking the process and please send this to a video of someone who might be telling you the talking points of like all debt is bad or um, don't use debt to buy a car. Essentially, should you buy that car? If the answer is yes, is is debt helping you get closer to your goals or not? Uh, For me, yes. In a lot of cases, a car loan could be super, super smart if you're buying the right car. It also can enable bad decisions. So I could go in an ultimate loop, but hopefully this uh, video encourages you, helps you be a critical thinker, and I would love to hear from you, and I would love for you to subscribe to the channel as we're building a lot of content around being more intentional. Everything can be on the chopping block, so every financial decision uh, should be able to be talked about, and we want to do that here on this channel.